podcast. I'm here sitting in my car. Uh, the sun's coming up, but I can't see it because it's overcast and it's cold and it's miserable rain. This is good time, good time of reflection. So last month, uh, as we're doing our, we know we do a lot of uh, worshiping God through through the singing of songs in my house. And um, my wife said to me, she goes, well, why don't you, it was just, it was just out of nowhere, right? Well, I think it was from God now that I think about it. But she goes, well, why don't you read the Bible to them? And so confession, full disclosure here, right? <laughs> Instead of having an attitude of, oh, praise God. You know what my first thought was? My very first thought was, no. I don't want to. And it was self-defense. I know. some. If it's like a first-time listener listening, like, what's wrong with this guy? Uh, there's plenty wrong with that attitude because it's not from God. So last night, um, instead of instead of picking up the guitar and playing for them, I, I, I said, man, I got, I got avid readers. Like all my kids, I don't know where they got this. But they love to read. Like my son is a bookworm. He's reading Percy Jackson right now. Like he'll walk and read, um, and uh, he's just an excellent reader. We had parent-teacher conference. They said he's reading at two grades higher than. But anyways, I, I don't. Academics are, are great, um, but the, but the point is, I got readers, and I'm not reading to them. So last night I got out the little Samsung tablet. And I opened up to where I am in my chronological Bible, and I just started reading. I mean, the girls were already knocked out. They're already sleeping. My son, he's just in, he's just laying there. It's in the dark. I start reading to him the book of Acts, chapter uh, 10, 11, 12. We read about three chapters last night. And he is tracking way better than I ever um, did as a kid. Like, I'm reading through... I'm Acts chapter 10, and, I, and he'll stop me from time to time, and he'll say, wait a minute, Saul? I thought his name was Paul. I mean, things that blow my mind. Like, I wasn't, when I was a kid, I wasn't, I don't know. We didn't even have, you know what, we did have Nintendo. That was the, um, and my kids don't have smartphones or any kind of phones or, or uh, electronics. So maybe that's why I wasn't paying attention back then, because I was so addicted to NES. And um, super NES, but he he would stop me and he'll say, "Wait a minute, who's that guy?" And then and then he would go, "Oh yeah, yeah, Paul and Barnabas." Yep, I remember this part where they get thrown in the prison, and uh, so I just I I just started enjoying it as I was reading, and I'm seeing things for the very first time. I mean, how long have I been been reading the Bible? Um, over a couple dozen years. And I'm still seeing things for the first time. Like I read the other day about a woman in Acts named Dorcas, who was a legend because she she made clothes and tunics. She made she made uh, clothing apparel for people. And when she died, everybody became sad. And they brought the apostles upstairs in this house, where they said, "Look at look at look at the fruit of her labor." I mean, I've never. Never heard that story before. So, um, it, it, you know, there's 
there is so much good that comes out of reading and I want to encourage I choose to encourage every parent read the Bible to your kids so here's the danger now okay like you can hear this podcast you like, yeah, I want to be like that I want to read and so we're gonna we're, we are gonna read every night and it can easily go fleshly it can easily go fleshy and I've done this where I'm reading the Bible and then and then hey he just stuck his finger in my nose and then I slam my fist and I go <laughs> hey be quiet we're trying to read the Bible here and that is so so not what we're about uh, I had another great idea years ago where my where a good spiritual mentor of mine our best you know one of our best friends Dan Moeller he goes have a Bible out on the dinner table doesn't matter if he gets food on it. I mean he knows me he knows me right knows me really well doesn't matter if he gets food on it doesn't matter if you spill on it doesn't matter if that thing gets nasty you just leave that thing on the dinner table and you read it and it becomes a part of your meal and so I did that before and I would be like nope nope and I went high into the right I said no one's eating until we read it portion of scripture and then as I'm reading kids are rolling their eyes and uh, one sneaking food in their mouth and then I slam the fist on the on the table and this attitude of how dare you I'm trying to read about <laughs> grace and truth and so fleshly so contradictory to to the objective of God is to let people see what it looks like when you know when you don't need anything from them um so I, I, I put that out there as a caution for, for dads, for moms, for parents to guard their heart against something that was intended to be good and how easily our hearts can wander in, in this, this act of devotion, this spiritual discipline, the public reading of scripture, right? How easily it can go fleshly. And so if we go into it with this mindset of, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this Bible. I'm going to read scripture to my children tonight. Or we're, we're going to read it at the dinner table. Just have an audience of one. Have God be your audience. And have God be your only judge. And say, Father, before I open up this Bible here, this 66 book, 40 author, uh, canon Bible, I'm doing it to please you and, and to please nobody else. And, and, and these kids and this wife doesn't owe me a thing. They don't even owe me attention. They don't even owe me respect. They don't owe me anything because I'm fulfilled and I'm satisfied in you. So I'm just going to do this thing. And then you can just start to laugh at everything that happens. Last night we had a dinner and it was amazing because it was a no command dinner besides like three commands that I gave like hey hey come here get your plate and but it was another no command dinner and it was it was me taking the thoughts of don't make something matter more that doesn't matter most like I really was able to live that out last night and it was it was through the spirit that as I would have said I was able to say look these kids are pulling their shirts over their heads and they're stretching the um they're stretching the collar, which which used to be my pet peeve, but Jesus doesn't have pet peeves like that, so I don't need to have pet peeves like that, so I just let it go. I just let it go. And my daughter pulled her shirt over her head. She's like, oh, I can't see. And she's, you know, she's being funny. 
Um, that happens on the quote-unquote wrong day, then I'm getting angry and irritated. But last night I said, dude, this is so awesome. And we had a sign that, that that's on our wall in the kitchen. The kitchen's the prayer room. I mean, the, the you know, the, the dining table. And my son read it to us. He goes, why does that say that? It says the days are long, but the years are short. And uh, I got, you know, I'm really emotional lately. I, I, got, I got all choked up. I said, because it's true, bud. <laughs> and it's not, even, it's not even fully true because the days aren't long. They're awesome. We love being around you guys. But I go, you know what that means? No, Daddy, what does it mean? It means the, it was like yesterday that you were in diapers and now you're eight years old. <laughs> and then my wife says, come here. And she starts hugging all the kids. And then I'm like, gosh. And my kids are probably thinking, my daddy cries a lot. You know, I always got tears in my eyes. But when I step back and I get those perspectives, like, my gosh, you were in diapers yesterday. And now, and now you're reading um, chapter books. Praise God. That's not a sad thing to me. That's a very joyous thing to see my kids grow up. And uh, What were we talking about? I don't even know what we're talking about, Fabcasters. I appreciate your, your time and attention. I really feel loved um, from the subscribers, which we we crossed over uh, 120 subscribers last night and almost 18,000 views, which means nothing. That's, that's like chump change compared to what little kids have on YouTube and podcasts. So... I'm just honored that anybody, anybody's listening to this. Um, kind of my family listens. I love you guys. But I encourage everybody to live a life of transparency, vulnerability, and love. Amen. Peace.